Hey guys, welcome back to another Topics with Tim episode. I am joined by a special guest, a friend of mine who actually I graduated in the same year in high school with, AJ. AJ, why don't you say hello and just tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us a little bit about what you're up to nowadays and, you know, maybe what team, what NFL team is your team? Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. My name is AJ. Um, Did six years in the Air Force, just separated last October. Going to school for kinesiology now, just uh, went back last uh, spring, I believe. And, you know, my favorite team is the beloved Dolphins. It's been a rough 20 years. It's been a rough one. So hopefully, I always hopefully remember we get you. back on that uh, winning. <laughs> I always remember you as the Dolphins fan from high school. I'm like, oh, yeah, AJ, he's the Dolphins fan. Like, no one else was a Dolphins yeah, fan except for you. No one is. It's just, it's just me. It's just me. How did it's, you a rough one. it's a rough fan. life. Uh, you know, my dad grew up watching uh, Dan Marino, Mark Duper, Mark Clayton, those 84 Dolphins. So uh, he stuck with it, and then I just uh, joined him, and it's, it has not been a blessing. I mean, let me tell you that much. <laughs> you put this burden on you, you know. Put this burden now, granted, on. I feel like, I mean, if it wasn't for the Patriots just dominating for the last 20 years, maybe times would not have been so rough. But now they're gone. No, man. Uh, You're free. You know, they're what what are they? Four and seven now. This is, this is new. This is a new life. This is a brand new life. (laughs) And it's it's now it's like you're, you're a bird that's free now you and the bills, not the jets, but you're free to blossom and to, you know, push forth into the world now that your, your older brother, the Patriots have finally fallen (laughs) off their pedestal. Although I I think Bill, I think Bill will have him back. I still, I still believe in Bill. Oh man, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. We don't, we don't need that. All right, AJ. Well, thanks for joining me. So let's just get right into these spreads. We're using Roto World as our spreads, the Roto World Live. So these have changed a little bit over the course of the week. So I'm excited for these. So we're going to start off with the first game. We have the Las Vegas Raiders against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are the home team in this one. The Raiders are projected, I think, the second highest scoring team this week at 29.5 points, according to Roto World. And they have a minus three on the spread. So I'm going to go first on this one, and then we'll flip-flop after. So I think the Raiders are the real deal. I think especially they them beating Kansas City and then playing that game last week where they could have won. I mean, it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. They could have won that game. They've had a lot of impressive yeah. victories. I've really, I think they're the real deal. I think I love seeing a GM and a head coach and an owner all have camaraderie and not there not be a lot of division there. And I think they're all kind of on the same page. They have drafted well. Obviously, there was a lot of concern over, you know, Derek Carr when they and then when they traded away. Cleo Mack, you know, there's a lot of division there on whether or not they should have done that. But obviously we're seeing that Gruden and Mike Mayock are on the same page. They're doing well. I believe in this team. And I think minus three, I think the Falcons this week, Matt Ryan has, she struggled last week. They won't have Julio Jones, which their offense is really bad without Julio this year. There's also no Todd Gurley as well. So their best running back is out. Their defense is terrible. I think Dante Fowler, their defensive end is going to be out as well. So I just don't like, I don't like the the Falcons in this one. I think this is an easy pick for me. Raiders minus three. AJ, what do you think? 
Um, you know, you make a lot of good points. Atlanta's played very good ever since um, they fired Dan Quinn. They've been mm. they've been putting up a show. That being said, I'm I'm agreeing with you what you're saying. I'm gonna go Vegas minus three. You've been playing really good ball, hanging in there against some tough teams. So I'll take Vegas minus yep. three. Yeah, they were. I think they're three and two since their coaching change. Could have been four and one because Gurley, that play where he accidentally scored, they would have won that game if he didn't score. So coming into last week, they were really, in my mind, four and zero oh against you know since changing coaches. So that last that last that they, loss last week was pretty surprising, but I think it shows what they're. They have that that you know their identity is just. Uh, blowing large leads that's a that's a tough identity to have Hmm, absolutely they are i mean defensively they just don't have any pieces that can really hold off teams and then without julio they're kind of like a shell offensively like i started matt ryan in fantasy last week and he just killed me like come on i think that's although he did get sacked like eight (laughs) times so i guess i don't fully blame him that offensive line just played atrociously all right but we're both in agreement on the raiders Come on, Vegas, win this one for me. Yes, sir. All right, so the next spread is uh, going to be – why don't you go ahead and introduce the spread, AJ, and then give us your pick for this one. We have the Los, we have the Los Angeles Chargers against Buffalo, and Buffalo is favored by four and a half. Um, I, this one's going to be a tough one. I think I'm going to take – I think I'm going to take Buffalo at four and a half. You know, the – West Coast team going to the East Coast, Buffalo. We don't know this. We don't know the uh, weather conditions, and we don't know how Herbert's going to hold up on the East Coast. Even though he's been playing well, but I think I'm going to go with Buffalo, four and a half. Ooh, great point. By the way, I I did not even think about the the travel, the traveling all the way from West Coast to East Coast for a morning game. That teams do not do well when they have to travel cross country especially during a morning game less time to acclimate so that's a great point i hadn't thought about that i think that might actually sway my pick because i was kind of on the fence here i think the line originally was five and 5.5 and i liked the chargers at that number but now that it's been changed to four and a half i'm liking the bills a little bit more with that number all right we're on to the next spread here i'll go ahead and introduce this one we got the Giants and the Bengals. The Bengals are the home team. The Giants are minus six in this one. I think I'm going to take the minus six here. I don't particularly love the Giants, but as far as just an off, as just a unit offensively, they have a lot of cohesion and not a lot of injuries, and they're kind of on the upswing. Obviously, we see with opposite with the Bengals. No Joe Burrow. I think Brandon Allen is starting, so it's a whole new offense. I don't even think Gio Bernard is going to play. He's questionable. Joe Mixon looks like he might be out for the rest of the year, honestly. So major downgrade for those Cincinnati receivers. Again, we have, we have no idea what Brandon Allen's going to do. And I, I think the Bengals defensively, we know they're, they're terrible defensively. We know their offensive line is terrible. I mean, rest in peace, Joe Burrow probably shouldn't even been playing behind that offensive line. So I think this is pretty easy. I'm going to take the giants at minus six. AJ, what are you thinking? Um, I think minus six is a reach for the Giants. I think I'm going to take Cincinnati despite the injury to Joe Burrow. Ooh. Thinking maybe um, people are too I don't know much. I don't know much about this team. 
Are you thinking maybe there's too, a little too much sort of bias towards, okay, no burrow, so the line think, kind of maybe swung too far for you? I think, though, I, yeah, I think it's just a bit of a reach. I still think it's going to be a competitive game. I think it'll be a three-point game. I think the Giants will win at the end of the day, but I don't think they're going to cover that spread. Ooh, okay. Well, our first disagreement I think there is a lot better than their. <laughs> I just I feel like it's such a, it's such a downgrade. I mean, again, there is some unknown because maybe Brandon Allen, maybe he's competent, but I just I think they were already having such a hard time without Burrow. Really, yeah. You know, I think they had a couple pretty bad losses even with Burrow. Let's see here. Let's take a look at uh, I pulled up their number here. Yes, they lost to Washington last week, 20 to 9. And then they also lost to Pittsburgh, which isn't surprising. Pittsburgh's amazing, 36 to 10. So they kind of had a couple rough weeks there. They did beat Tennessee 31 20 before that, but that was with Burrow. So I just, I feel like it's such a downgrade. And they already were such a, they're really a bad team already. Burrow was literally keeping them afloat. But we'll see. We'll see who's, yeah, who's right. Only- I've been, losing to pretty much every opponent so there's a good chance you'll beat me <laughs> the spreads man so all right why don't you go ahead and introduce the next one for us and tell us uh, your pick yes sir we have tennessee visiting indianapolis that is um indianapolis is a three point his favorite three points there uh you know what i think indianapolis indianapolis surprised me last week I think they showed the the NFL they're kind of the real deal. I'm going to take Indy. You're taking Indy, Indy at minus three. That's three. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I like the pick. I I think I was also surprised by – I think I picked the – I actually picked the Packers spread last week. So I was very surprised to see the Colts win. However, I think their win was a little fluky. If you look at that game against the Packers, there was, I think, three or four turnovers by the Packers that were just kind of uncanny. There was a, a kick return that was muffed. There was a, a, a snap that was fumbled. There was, I believe, one other turnover that was, that was kind of random. And that game was close. So I think, oh, yeah, there was the, it was it MVS, Scantling, the receiver for the Packers, fumbled when they were driving in overtime, caught a screen, and then fumbled it. So really everything that could have gone the Colts way last game went the Colts way and they still barely won. So I still think they're pretty overrated overall. Now, Tennessee isn't great either. I don't think they don't really have much of a pass rush. Their defense is a huge weakness. Offensively, they can keep up with teams. They have that, the the run, the ability to run the ball. They have good receivers with AJ Brown. Ryan Tannehill is a perfectly capable quarterback who can win games, but I do think Indy's still a bit overrated. So I think I'm going to take Tennessee in this one with the plus three. I think it'll be still a close game. I like it. I like it. All right. So we're in disagreement once again. Writing these down for us. All right. Moving on to the next game. We have the Cleveland Browns, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are at home. And the spread looks like it's jumped up a little bit. I think it was minus six earlier in the week. Now it's minus seven for Cleveland. Now, is it, do I go first on this one? Is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yes, sir. You're first on this one. All right. So things are looking yeah. really bad for yeah. Jacksonville. Mike Glennon is starting this week. They also, I believe, lost, I think, some guards as well. 
some of their offensive line is banged up from what I remember. They're obviously one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Probably the worst, honestly. So now I don't love the Browns though. So this is kind of tough. I think seven's kind of a big number. But I think with just how bad the situation the Jacksonville's in, I I guess I guess I'll swallow it. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna think let me hear your let me hear your your argument first before I make my call. I, I don't think I can decide yet. What do you what are you feeling for this game? You know, uh, this is going to be a tough one as well. Um, Cleveland, their offense, in my opinion, I think they have a great they have a great offense. You have Nick Chubb back there and uh, Kareem Hunt. Jarvis Landry, my man, you know, they're all killing it back there. I like Baker, despite what anyone says. I like Baker Mayfield. I think Jacksonville is going to surprise some people. I think – I honestly think they're going to win this one outright. Whoa. Okay. All right. That's, that's going to be my bold prediction. Whoa. So, um, I'm going to take, I don't know why. I just, I just have a gut feeling on this one. I think Jacksonville is going to cover the spread. And my bold okay. prediction is going to win outright too. Dang. That is a bold, bold prediction. Yeah, my I friend. think so. Wow. Nine game losing streak has got Gosh, I'm, I wish I had your your same ballsiness. These viewers are are like, what, dude? (laughs) Oh, man. Gosh, what do I do? This is really hard. This is really hard for me because I I really don't like the Browns that much. I think they're super overrated. I think they've won. The last, like, two games they've won has honestly been due to the weather because the weather has been so bad in Cleveland the last two weeks. And they've won, they beat Houston ten to seven in a game that was yeah. had over thirty mile power wins and was just I think Houston would have obliterated them had it been in a dome because basically the entire Houston passing game was like eradicated because of the of the wind and then they beat Philadelphia who we all know Philadelphia is not a good team twenty two to seventeen so they they are not beating even like poor teams and yeah. Everything is going in their favor because the weather is absolute garbage, which completely supports them because they're, they basically are a run first team. They just try to hide Baker. So I think, I think I'm going to agree with you on this one. I'm taking Jacksonville plus seven. That line's too big. I, I don't think the Browns are, are that good. Now there are some injuries with, I think I looked up. So the Jaguars are going to be without DJ shark and Chris Conley, two of their receivers which are DJ Sharks, kind of their deep threat. Ooh, those are big blows. Um, they are getting Laviksha Chenault, their rookie back. And looks like Keelan Cole will be the number two. But actually, you know, Mike Lennon honestly isn't a terrible quarterback. I remember him. He started for the Bucks for a season, probably six years ago. And I actually liked him. He was a good player. I remember starting him in fantasy a couple weeks. So he's actually hey, decent. Well, I think he's a guy who can manage things. Too. Yeah. So decent I'm going to quarterback. That's what you need. Yeah, agreed. I think Lennon is good enough to to get them. They're still going to lose. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not bold enough to predict <laughs> a win by by the Jaguars. But I think I think the Jags cover the spread as well. I think Lennon is uh, serviceable, and James Robinson, their their young running back, the undrafted guy, he's he's a stud too. So yeah, I thank I you for convincing me. I think I think Jacksonville is going to play spoiler here. We got the playoffs coming up. Can Baker hold his own when the pressure comes? Who knows? 
I think Jacksonville plays a little spoiler. I like it. I, I love. I actually love the pick. I'm excited. I'm excited about this game now. Even though you look on paper, you're like, I'm not watching that game. But now I actually kind of want to watch this game. All right, uh, AJ, why don't you go ahead and introduce the next one? Yes, sir. We have the Carolina Panthers visiting Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota's favored by three. Man, let me tell you something about Dalvin Cook. Ooh. That dude eats. All right, that dude eats. Um. Yes, he does. Is Teddy Bridgewater out? He's gonna play. Is he? Is he? Mm-hmm. Is he playing? He is playing. Okay. However, I don't think that's gonna affect my pick. What is your pick? Yeah, you have McCaffrey still out, right? McCaffrey still out, correct? I'm sticking with. I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Dalvin Cook, that dude's. That dude's tough to stop. Just feed him. Just feed him. <laughs> yes, and he Kirk is. Cousins got his. Kirk Cousins got his running back. Kirk Cousins is a good, decent. I'll say, I'll say, an okay quarterback when he's got his when he got his running back in the backfield. So I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook and the Vikings on this one. I think I'm gonna be in agreement here with you. Carolina is missing, I believe, two or three linemen. Two or three of their starting linemen this week will be out. And yes, they have Teddy, which definitely makes them more competitive. But already defensively, we've seen that they're a team that bleeds points. They're nothing special there. And now missing three linemen, I mean, I worry that Teddy doesn't survive this game. It makes me very nervous. And again, I think I agree with you. I think the, the Vikings are, have kind Am of hit I their stride. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, so the Vikings just kind of hit their. Uh, oh, you're fine. Are the are the Panthers the number? Sorry, the Panthers, bro, I, are they the number thirty-two run defense? That's a. I don't know that. That's a good question. I think I'm reading this. I think the the Fal or no, it's not the Falcons. The Panthers are the worst run defense in the league. Really? Well, Ooh. that definitely supports Dalvin. Just absolutely. <laughs> getting his just meal, his Thanksgiving meal against uh, <laughs> against the Panthers. So I'm in agreement with you. I think, like I said, I think he eats. I think the Vikings have kind of hit their stride. They're playing a lot better than they were early in the year. I think they've won three out of their last four games. That was a bad loss to Dallas, but yep. they won three games before that. Their, their run game is on fire. Dalvin's looking like the best running back in the NFL. If you, if you are right and the Panthers are the 32 rank, then gosh, they're just going to get absolutely destroyed didn't was it it was yeah it was the panthers that i think ronald jones ran for 200 yards against and had that 95 yard touchdown run and i bet on the panthers that that game they lost me my four-way parlay oof maybe i'm just a little maybe i'm just a little bitter toward him right now (laughs) (laughs) i don't i think i think your your points are right on I'm, i'm totally in agreement vikings home team Again, the line three linemen missing for the Panthers. That's that's I mean, to try to get offensive yeah. line cohesion in a short period of time like that with just all new guys. I mean, Teddy's hurt. He's not even hundred percent. Yeah, everything everything is telling me Minnesota is the is the team. So I like that pick. All right, next and up on three, the docket we like have threes. the you like who? I said I, I said three is easy. To me, that's an easy one. 
I agree. I, I agree as well. I think that line is is really nice. I think it's just probably if, if there's anyone who can beat the spread, it's Teddy because he's just a solid kind of leader quarterback who just gets things done. But again, I think there's too much to overcome even with him playing with that line. So I'm in agreement. Next up, we got the Cardinals and the Patriots. Patriots are at home and they are not the favorite. The Cardinals are minus two. And I'm going to take the Cardinals pretty easily in this one because I don't, the, the New England pass defense right now is pretty awful. If there's one area that you can really attack them, it's through the air. Kyler Murray is a mobile, a mobile quarterback. The, the Patriots really have no pass rush. They really have, they have no one who can rush the passer. So he's just going to have a field day moving around back there. And they have the receivers. Christian Kirk, who I think is a solid number two receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, I think it's easy line. I think they attack through the air all day. Patriots are a very overrated team. Cannot keep up with teams that can drop points on them. So I think that's an easy pick for me. What do you think? Um, it depends what Cam Newton shows up. Uh, they upset the Ravens a few weeks ago. That was a big win for the Patriots. Uh, New England's at home. We know how tough they are at home, historically speaking. Uh, like that, gonna... that game against the Ravens, though, if it wasn't for that downpour, I don't, th- I don't think they win. I think that was a, that was a weather-induced game. Yeah, but the Ravens are the – aren't they the number one rushing attack in the league? They are. That is true. Most of that's Lamar, though. So, I don't – I mean <clears> – Like, their run game outside of Lamar true. isn't actually that, that great. <clears throat> but continue. It, it depends what Cam Newton we see. Um, I'm going to go to Arizona. Kyler Murray is just killing it this year. What a stud. Have you seen him run? He looks like a child. <laughs> 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 that's so true honestly he just his legs move so fast he's just like his strides like he's so quick i mean honestly i think he's better than michael vick as a runner despite uh yeah oh yeah despite fitzgerald being out i'm gonna go with arizona minus two yeah yeah i think uh I just think the Pats are overrated. Do you agree? Or do you think that they're they're where they should be? I think they're right where they need to be. I don't really think they're overrated. I think Cam needs to get better. That's why that's why I do know. That dude's whew, man. He I mean he's 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 good as just a running quarterback if you run your offense just like that, like option plays and read options. He, he can't. Right. I mean, some of those throws are just god-awful. He's either throwing it into the dirt. He's overthrowing guys. He's done that his whole career for the most part. Is it because he does That's true. He doesn't really have a solid receiving core around him, though. That is also true. He's running with Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers. I think Jacoby Myers was like a seventh-round pick. I don't even know. Bird, who even knows? Yeah, he doesn't – you're right. That is true. He doesn't have a great receiving core. He lost, they lost Edelman. Uh, Nikhil Harry's pretty much a bust at this point. Yeah. But Arizona going to New England, that West Coast to East Coast matchup. I'm gonna, oh, I'll still take true. Arizona. 
Yeah, I was gonna say that definitely hurts them, but I think I think two is not a not a big number to have to to have to beat. Yeah. All right, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce right. the next one for us? Yes, oh, and sir, hey, look, perfect, looks, perfect, perfect. I like how this lines up. <laughs> My beloved Miami Dolphins visiting the New York Jets, and what we got a Miami six and a half. I don't like betting on my team. I don't like when it comes to putting money on bets. I don't like touching my those bets. But uh, we're just doing this for fun, right? Oh, we got money. Um, on. I think I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, Miami. If I am not mistaken, they are seven and I think what are they? Seven and three against the spread this year. Dang. Okay. Um, Seven and three against the spread. The Jets, they're 0 and 10. I don't know how they are against the spread, but bottom line is they're 0 and 10. Six and a half mm-hmm. Miami. Right. Fitz Magic. It looks like Fitz Magic's playing. That's right. Then we're gonna see a little Do you think they do better with Fitz little... Magic or worse? I think their offense is more exciting when Fitz Magic's playing. So him and Parker got that, that connection. Um, yeah, Devontae Parker, I'm definitely starting him this week because I'm like, this yes. Yeah, right. Um, Mike Jacecki, uh, this new running back, I don't even know his name, Ahmad something? I thought that sounds He's, right. he's going to be out. They might bring back Gaskin. They're not sure. Yeah. So it could be a little weak at running back if Gaskin doesn't play. I'm going to stick with Miami. I'm going to stick with Miami, six and a half. Six and a half for Miami. I yep. – gosh, I'm a, I'm a little torn on this one because I – the Miami did blow them out last time they played, 24-0. Now the, but the Jets have had two competitive weeks in a row. They barely lost to New England, and then they barely lost to the Chargers. Not that those are great teams. If it's Magic, he can either be amazing or he could throw like five interceptions. <laughs> Which one are we going to see? Who knows? Oh, man. This is tough. I might actually go with the Jets on this one. Not to win. But just to cover, because they have been a little more competitive recently. I think Darnold's actually playing in this game, which I think is an upgrade. They have their receiving cores kind of getting strong again. They're healthy at receiver. Running back, they're just running with Frank Gore, so that that hasn't changed. Man, that guy's a legend. <laughs> I'm going to actually go Jets here. I think they're going to cover. Okay. I don't think they're going to win. But I think that they... I think they cover. That breaks this my is, heart I think this is the bit, first time I'm actually picking friends. the Jets on the spread. I never pick them. So this is rare for me. <laughs> All right, why don't you go ahead and bring us – well, actually, no, you brought us that one. I'm going to go to the next one. Oh, so it looks like the – we don't know much about the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game yet. Should we skip that one or you still want to, you still want to go for it anyway? A lot of unknown about that one. <sighs> let's, give, let's give the fans what they want. <laughs> let's go for it let's go for all it. right let's do it we got the ravens <laughs> pittsburgh we don't know for sure if this game is going to get played this week although it says if why does it we say because i thought on roto it's saying that it's postponed but i thought right now it's tentatively scheduled for tuesday maybe i think it's scheduled for tuesday i think we got a tuesday okay. game okay so let's say they play on tuesday mm-hmm. i'm still i'm thinking lamar gets cleared in time because i don't think he ever actually had corona i think he just was put on the list or had that false positive, I think. Like, oh, actually, no, he might actually have it. I can't remember. 
If he actually has it, he's not playing. Hey, if you look further down on Roto World, they have the same. It's the game. It's uh, uh, on Tuesday, Baltimore-Pittsburgh. But the lines are different. So the one that says postponed, it says is a four-point spread. And then you go further down on Tuesday's game, it has a seven-point spread. Oh, wow. Really? I wonder – and it's minus seven for the – for the Pittsburgh, right? It's probably because they're thinking that Lamar's not going to play. That there's no way, there's no way that that line jumps that big unless Lamar's not playing. I'm just wondering why. Right? I'm just wondering why there's two separate lines. That is weird. Yeah, I don't like, think. I think. I think Lamar actually got COVID, so I think I don't think he'll play unless they put like because he wasn't just it wasn't a false positive and it wasn't. What line do you want to take? Let's go with the seven. You want to go? With- Let's go with the, go seven, with the seven line because I just I don't think he plays, okay. and that and that all makes right. pit the it's too easy of a pick minus four okay. no seven. Lamar, minus seven though makes it a little more challenging, so yeah. minus seven with a fully healthy Pittsburgh team no Lamar on the other end. Gosh, it's hard not to pick them. They're they have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. They have three stud number one receivers. Big Ben's playing lights out. He's playing the best he's ever played in his career. Yeah. The defense is daunting. I feel like I got to take him at minus seven. No, no Lamar. I mean, RG3. Ugh, I mean, talk about they already had a hard time, Can we see? you know, throwing the ball. Now it's going to be even harder. Oof. I'll go Pittsburgh minus seven. Can what do you think? The, can we see RG3 revive? Is this possible? <laughs> How old uh, is he now? I feel like he's, <laughs> he's getting up there. He's been. He's been what? He came out in the 2012 draft, I want to say. He was a darling, he's the darling, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, he's uh, he was. He's thirty. He's thirty. Until, uh, shoot. Um, do we know if they had uh, Dobbins and Ingram? I know they had. Ooh, I think Dobbins is a no. They were on the COVID list. I think Dobbins is a no go. Um, This is tough. I yeah, think six other players on is, the COVID list. Wow. So for me, I think um, I think everyone's betting Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be heavily Pittsburgh. Um, and then I've noticed when the bets are leaning on the majority of one team, the other team somehow manages to cover their spread. So. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe they – I mean, obviously, the, uh, the Ravens' game plan is just going to be to bog the game down. They're just going to run the ball, bog it down as much as possible. It's possible maybe the Steelers kind of overlook this game because they're like, ah, no Lamar, no these guys. So you're going to – are you t- are you taking Baltimore? I'm going to take Baltimore. Uh, Pittsburgh-Baltimore always brings us a great matchup, always, despite – despite what's going on in the world, they always bring a good game. So I'm going to take Baltimore plus seven. Okay. okay. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. You go ahead and you're, next, you're up on the next one. Yes, sir. We have the New Orleans Saints visiting the Denver Broncos. New Orleans is favored by six points. And this game is going to be at Mile High Stadium. Right? Mile High? Yeah, Mile High Stadium. Uh, mile High. Sports Authority Field, Mile High Stadium. Great, great field, but I, I went there for a game 
back when Tebow was the starting quarterback. And it's a, it's a great stadium, great city as well. Yes, I would like to see a game in Denver. Um, New Orleans, God bless their soul. I'm going to take Denver. <laughs> I'm going to take taking, Denver. Taking Denver at six and a half. Home field advantage. I, I'm going to believe in that one, especially in Denver. Ooh. That's, uh, okay. you know, New Orleans without Drew Brees. As good as – I like Taysom Hill. I like the Saints. I love the Saints, actually. I'm just going to take Denver at Denver. Hmm. I'm leaning the same way because, again, home field advantage. The Saints don't typically play as well away from their home dome. Nope. No breeze, obviously. We have Taysom. Taysom had a nice week last week. Very surprising how well he did, actually. But I think... And the defense, the defense is good. That the New defense, defense came out, I mean, eight sacks against Matt Ryan. I don't know where that came from. That was insane. Their defense is pretty hot right now. Which could spell bad news because Locke is kind of a turnover machine right now. So I worry about him. He is. But at home, they're going to lean on the they're going to lean on the run game. Their defense is actually pretty solid. I want to see. I don't. I'm not a full believer in Taysom Hill yet. I think maybe, again, I want to see him outside of the dome, see what he can do. So I think I'm I'm going with you. I think this this line's a little too big for me. I'm taking Denver at six and a half as well. Yeah, I feel good about that one. Should be a good game though. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think so too. I think I think Denver is a good team. They're weird. Their they have no really good pieces, but then Drew Locke just throws them out of game sometimes with his interceptions and turnovers. That happens. But they have it's they're so they're so Jekyll and Hyde. They really are. But they, you know they probably are better than their record because they did they they were missing Locke for like the first. There's like a good chunk of what three four games where they didn't even have Locke, so maybe they're. Maybe they win one of those, or maybe they're more competitive in, in one of those. Who's their backup? What was his name? Ripen? No. That sounds. I can't right. remember who started for them. Yeah. During their, uh, while while Locke was out. That sounds about right. Yeah, Ripen. Brett Ripen. He's just ripe and ready. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go to move on to the next one. We got the Niners and Rams. Rams are at home. And they are minus six and a half. And the Niners are coming off a bye week. And I think they're getting Debo Samuel back. So that's nice that they actually have a piece. Jordan Reed that's got a big. chance to rest. So it's pretty much going to be him and Reed that are the main options. I think Ayuk might be on the COVID list as well. So Debo is kind of going to be the guy. Six and a half. Rams at home. This line seems a little big as well. Although I, the Rams are looking really hot right now. Their defense looks amazing. They look, they look good. They just shut down. But they're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde a little bit too. Like they'll one week show up and be really strong, and then the next week they'll kind of peter out. They're coming off two big wins against Seattle and Tampa Bay, so those are two quality teams. I really didn't think they'd beat Tampa Bay. I thought Tampa Bay would get way more pressure on Goff, but they basically their game plan was fantastic against Tampa Bay. They just it was all short passing. It was all just get the ball in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup's hands and let them make yards after the catch. And it stymied the Tampa Bay pass rush. They couldn't really even get to Goff. I like those two. I like Woods and Cup. 
I think they're a good duo. I agree. I'm kind of stalling right now because I, I really don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> what do you think? Give me your, give me your take. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a tough one as well. Um, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. This was my – so this is my fourth bet in my parlay, and I bet the under on this one. I think it's going to be low-scoring. It's going to be physical. Both teams have – we all know the Rams have a good defense. San Francisco's a little hurt on defense, obviously. But I still think it's going to be a physical game. I'm going to take San Francisco. I think Debo's going to be a big, big part. They are weirdly competitive despite how many injuries and how kind of they're really out of it, especially in that division, but they're still weirdly competitive with. And they, yeah, they're, I don't think they're a bad team at all. And their little, uh, their quarterback, I forgot his name. Uh, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. That's the guy. He's not bad. I am going to agree with you. So apparently the line early in the week was minus seven and a half. So it, so it looks like the betters have been jumping on that Niners line and they have since reduced it by a full point. So that is kind of something interesting of note. I am, I'll just go, you know what? I'm going Rams. Screw it. Okay. Okay. Going Rams. Don't know why. No, I can't do that. I can't make picks like that. Ah. You know what am Rams, I doing here? The they're Rams at home. Okay, I'm still going to Rams because they're the home team. That's that's going to be my my rationale. They they're put on it. They went. They went all the way to the East Coast for like their fifth time this this year already. They went to the East Coast. They they beat the Bucks, and the Bucks aren't the Bucks are a good team. They kick that's their really butt, good. man. All right, I'm taking the Rams. Don't know why. So Probably that's not a that bad pick. pick. I just okay, can't get fully on board with the Niners. I just can't. All right, you got the next one. Ooh, we got a good one here. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions, visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kansas City's favored by three and a half here. This one's easy to me. I'm going to take the Chiefs by three and a half. I know, Pat, why is that? It's just it's Patrick Mahomes, man. Um, if there's one thing I've noticed, I don't Tom Brady. I don't know how I feel about Tom Brady this year. He's he's hit or miss for me as well. Mm. I don't I mean the Chiefs don't really have they have an okay defense. It's about middle Tom of the Brady pack. Play, yeah, Tom Brady plays good against average defenses. He doesn't play good against those, but like the Rams. He didn't play good against the Rams. Three and a half, Kansas City, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I'm going to take Kansas City by three and a half. I think that's an easy one to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning that way. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be similar to the Raiders game we experienced where Mahomes might have to make – a late drive to win it. But I think, ah, I don't want to give up my, my, my boy Brady. You know, I don't want to go against my boy Brady, but I feel like with Andy Reid and Mahomes, they always cover the spreads. 
that's that's what I'm leaning on is is Kansas City covers most you know most often. I think the Bucks are definitely going to be competitive though, because like you said, Brady is good against middling to low average defenses. I've said a lot on my podcast about how I'm just sick of the Buccaneers play calling. I think they're coaching. I think they're getting out coached game after game. I, I don't think I don't think Bruce Arians is a good coach. I really don't. That's a good point. It's a huge downgrade from Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Their play calling is so boring. I think they only ran motion on a six of 72 plays last week. And I think all the smart offensive minds in football are running motion on at least half of their, their plays. Yeah. You got a receiver coming around for a fake jet sweep. You've got receivers motioning back and forth across the line. You've got running backs motioning in for fake pitches. You got to create, more decisions at the line of scrimmage Agreed. for modern day defenses. And I feel like the bucks are stuck in I feel like they're stuck like 10 years ago. You got to keep the, you got to keep defenses on their toes and they're just not doing it. I just, I don't get it, man. Bruce Arians just frustrates me. And they just they has, keep trying to go deep. Brady, you don't go deep with Tom Brady. He's a short passing game, screen game, deep shots occasionally. But Bruce Arians just wants to like have him chuck it every play. They have all the weapons in the world, and they're just not getting it together. I mean, Tom Brady brought in Antonio Brown, and I thought that was going to be it. I thought it was game over for the rest of the world. I was wrong. No, again, I think I think something's going on. Something's going the talent, on. The, the talent is there. I think it's it's coaching. One oh, hundred. They're just one hundred percent getting out coached. Their game plans with Brady are are just horrendous. Why are you going deep so much yeah. with Tom Brady? He clearly doesn't have the deep ball anymore. Why? No. Do what Tom Brady's good at. Read the defense, dink and dunk. Do what the Steelers are doing. Yeah, exactly. the Pittsburgh there. Yeah. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three and a half. I'm joining you. They have a solid running back. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay. You put, you put that team that they have now and you give it to Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels. I'm, I'm picking the Bucks all day long but not with their current coaching staff. No way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think this one lines up, up for again. you, my friend. Oh, no, Europe. Am I up or Europe? I can't remember. This is you. This is me. All right. We got the Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. Packers are the home team. They are favored here by minus eight and a half. This is, I believe, the Sunday night game. Looks Sunday like night it, yeah. games can be a little strange. That is quite a line. Whoa. That is a big line for a division Jeez game. We Especially this, this, this rivalry right here. Whoa. I'm not liking that at all. I mean, the Bears. Packers are sloppy, number one. And I know the Bears – I think it's Mitchell Trubisky is going to be starting. Maybe that's why the line. But I think Trubisky's a game manager quarterback. He's a guy who can keep things close. I don't think Nick Foles was a huge upgrade. I thought it was kind of – Kind of broke even on that absolutely. one, so I think I might take the yeah, Bears absolutely. here. The Bears, and you know, maybe I'm trying to think if there's. I I, I remember reading there were some defensive players out, and I wonder if they're putting that in. Like I think one of their defensive tackles may be out. I'm trying to double check to make sure I'm dotting my T's here. Something I'm not missing. But yeah, I'm I'm taking the Bears. I just think that's that's a crazy line. Bears are a solid defense. They're always solid on defense. Khalil Mack. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that line. I'm trying to figure out why it's so big. Or what. I'm, 
I'm going to hop on that Crazy. one. I'm going to take Chicago eight and a half. Um, Chicago's defense keeps them in games every week. It's that offense is just so it's so sad to watch. It's pathetic to watch that Chicago, the Chicago Bears offense. But and you know Green Bay against good defenses this year, they haven't really mm. they haven't really showed that. up. You know, I mean they put a good defense in the Colts last week, and look how that turned out. I mean, to put up the numbers in, what was the score there? 34 31? 30, yeah, 31 34. I mean, they have the weapons. The weapons offensively for the Packers, they are the type of team that, can, that can cover this line. But they're so think, sloppy with turnovers. And Do you think Green Bay is a physical team? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. So, I, so yeah, I just think Green Bay is going to win just because Chicago has no offense. But I'm going to take Chicago in the spread. I think Mitch Trubisky has a decent game. Chicago's defense is just killer, dude. Killer. I think they're I'm trying to think where they're ranked defensively. Let's see. They're only 4.7 yards per play. Oh, that's offensively. Oh, yikes. Yeah, their offense is terrible. Only 4.7 yards per play. Yeah. Their defense... About 5.2 yards per play they're allowing. It's Hence sad to watch. I, I mean, they've had a few prime time games, and I just turned it off. But it's just... I mean, look, look at all these games they've kept close. They've Minnesota, they lost by six. Tennessee, they lost by seven. Saints, they lost by three. Beat Tampa Bay. Rams was a little bit of a – they lost by a little bit more than that. Those are good teams. Those aren't yeah. – those are solid teams. Yeah. They beat Tampa Bay. Their defense Carolina. Keeps... Yeah, their defense keeps them in games, and their offense just can't do anything with it. I mean, remember they started out what five and one? If I'm, yeah, they're hot. Five and one, five and two. Yeah, five and one. You're right, five and one. And oh, how the mighty have fallen! I think we all knew that was kind of fluky. Oh yeah, I think we all agree with that. Everyone's like, dude, there's no way they're a five and one team. Not a chance. Um, yeah, Chicago defense keeps them in it, and I think it's gonna be a good game, especially this this rivalry. Old school rivalry. Mm, one of the OGs. The OG rivalry. Of one of the. OGs. We got one game left. Go ahead, AJ. Take us. Take us home. We have the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Philadelphia Eagles, and we have Seattle favored by five and a half. Uh, Seattle's been. They've been rough to watch lately as well, mm-hmm. but we all know Phil that. That great NFC West division, Philadelphia Eagles, or sorry, NFC East. Can the Philadelphia oh Eagles? <laughs> the can NFC the least. Eagles, can the Eagles take first place? Do you think Carson Wentz has it in him? I mean, I've been saying since week around week three or four, I was telling everyone on this podcast to buy the Eagles. And get Eagles players, and I thought I th- I still think they're going to win the division. I still believe that they have what it takes. So I'm I'm a little bit more Eagle pro. This game looks pretty bad though, as far as this, this their chances of winning. So I think Seattle's lost, um, what two of three, three of four. They have lost three of five. 
three of yeah, five. Got, Ever since nice, come up there five weeks. Start off five and zero, oh, and then proceeded to lose three of five. Coming off the bye week now. Five and a half. Man, oh man. And I always bet on Seattle too, and they always let me down. <laughs> the um, Eagles lost seventeen and twenty-two to Cleveland, seventeen and twenty-seven to the Giants. They beat Dallas and beat the Giants previously in somewhat close games. They've had some nice high scoring games. They stayed in it with Baltimore. They didn't with Pittsburgh. I think uh, this is the game. I think this is going to be the game where Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks get their stuff together. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Seattle at five and a half. Cause they're not a bad. I think I'm going to agree with you. I don't feel great about it. Cause I still am an Eagles believer. So I tend to lean Eagles a lot. I think they were kind of screwed last week with the weather once again in Cleveland, getting lucky with that. But I, Seattle is just too good. Yeah, yeah I think I, ha- I, I, I would feel dumb if I did not pick Seattle in this game. Yeah. I'd feel pretty dumb, not going to lie. I want to agree with you. I'm going to take Seattle minus I, five I just, and a half. I think this, this, this is the week where they just they just get it together, you know? Will they though? I mean, I feel. I, I mean, offensively, they're always together. They're never. You know, they have the weapons offensively to just be. Oh, and they are getting Chris Carson might play, which is a pretty big upgrade for their run game. Yep. Having Carlos Hyde back last game was huge. And get a bunch of nice runs and kind of took the pressure off Russ a little bit. And so uh, that they got, also probably puts them over the edge. They got Carlos Dunlap a few weeks ago, right at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. He's he's starting to come through for them. I think uh, I, th- I think he's gonna have a, a decent game for Seattle. Uh, I know that I know that defense hasn't been the Legion of Boom's way gone, and it hasn't been anything since really. Yeah, if there's man. any if there's any week that the the pass rush is gonna get home, it's against basically the worst offensive line in football, aka the Eagles. I think they yeah. just lost Lane Johnson as well. That's been their kind of Achilles heel all season long. They just can't protect Carson Wentz for more than a second or two before he's running for his life. So <laughs> poor, poor Carson Wentz, man. Poor Carson Wentz. Him. I don't think he survives the year injury wise. Too bad. Out of, out of all, out of all these games, I'm, give me like your 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 one that you're the most confident in out of most all these confident. spread picks. Which which one are you like guaranteed? Sure, sure bet. Not looking back. Sure bet. I think I'm going to go with my sure bet is going to be Kansas City uh, over Tampa Bay. Mm, okay. At three and a half. I think that is uh, – I, I just think Kansas City is just going to blow them out. I do. I think they're going to blow them out. Up. Yeah. Whoa. That's pretty bold. Now, what's the definition of a blowout? I don't – do you have a definition of a blowout? <laughs> <laughs> Say by at least – I'll, I'll say it's gonna be like a, yeah, it's gonna be at least a touchdown. Okay, I'll be like a 10, ten points, two scores, 10 two scores. Points. There we go. I yeah, me, I think it's gonna be a ten to fourteen point game. Kansas City just smashes them. Wow. Yeah, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. You just can't. That defense is good though. Tampa's defense is solid. I mean, I think I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna go down the wire. I think. 
but Mahomes will will win it again like he did against the Raiders. What's uh what's your for sure bet? My for sure bet is between I really like the Vegas minus three over Atlanta. I just mm. think they're such an underrated team right now. My other one that I feel really good about Yeah, they're not getting talked about. Yeah, they're definitely on the rise. I also love the Minnesota line. The more I've thought about it, the more I'm I'm loving that line. And I also love the Arizona yeah. line. My favorite one, I might go with Minnesota as my favorite line. That's a good one. I think I think your point about the run game and Dalvin Cook is just going to eat in this game. And then plus the three missing linemen for the Panthers. I mean, I think it just that's lines just, that's up. That's crazy. I think it just lines up. That's crazy. Yeah, I think Minnesota is my favorite. Well, thank you, AJ, for being on the pod. Thank you for sharing your opinions about this. Yes, I sir, wish you, you luck. And I, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. I hope I beat you. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> desperate for a win right now. So kind of need, need a win. So I'm gonna need this was fun, man. This was awesome. <laughs> Definitely probably have you back on before season's end. But thanks again. For those of you listening to this podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a review. That really helps me as I'm trying to grow my podcast. And if you're not listening on a smartphone, I highly recommend you can get my, uh, my podcast on any podcast app that exists on your smartphone. So pull it up, subscribe, like, leave a review. I'd be, I would love that. And anyway, guys, I will see you guys on the next pod.